Section 1 Introduction The focus of our introduction is to discuss aligned language models, which are designed to be beneficial and safe, responding usefully to user interactions without causing harm. There's been considerable exploration into training these models so they resonate with the user's preferences and intentions. For example, a technique called reinforcement learning through human feedback, or RLHF, fine-tunes a pre-trained model to generate outputs that humans consider favorable while discouraging those deemed unfavorable. These methods have proven successful in training models to generate content that is generally accepted as harmless. Nevertheless, these models aren't perfect. There have been instances where individuals, through repeated interactions, have manipulated these models into generating damaging content, known as jailbreak attacks. One way this was achieved early on with language models like ChatGPT was by pretending to be a researcher studying the potential harmful effects of language models and asking the model to produce examples of what it shouldn't say. Despite several anecdotes of people creating harmful prompts, it's been challenging to study this occurrence in a scientific manner. Fortunately, the field of machine learning has spent a decade studying how neural networks can be vulnerable to adversarial examples. It's often possible to tailor inputs to induce a specific behavior from any trained neural network. This concept was initially studied in the realm of image classification, demonstrating the ability to slightly alter images causing them to be misclassified. Since then, the concept of adversarial examples has expanded to text and other areas. In this paper, we aim to combine these two lines of research, examining whether aligned models can resist adversarial inputs. We explore whether these models are adversarially aligned. We initially illustrate that current alignment techniques, like those used to fine-tune the Vicuña model, can effectively defend against existing high-level natural language processing, NLP, attacks. This would suggest a positive answer to our question. However, we also demonstrate that current attacks lack the power to differentiate between robust and non-robust defenses. Even when we know that an adversarial input for the language model exists, we find that the best attacks fail to locate it. The actual robustness of current alignment techniques against adversarial attacks remains an unresolved issue, necessitating more potent attacks to clarify. We next shift our focus to the most sophisticated multimodal models, such as OpenAI's GPT-4 and Google's Flamingo and Gemini, which process both text and image inputs. We investigate open-source versions with similar capabilities as these proprietary models are not openly available. We discovered that we could use images as adversarial prompts, leading the language model to generate harmful content. From these findings, we speculate that enhanced NLP attacks could trigger similar adversarial behavior in alignment-trained text-only models. We encourage researchers to probe this underexplored issue. Some alignment researchers posit that highly advanced language models should be aligned to prevent a potential threat to humanity. If true, any attack that causes such a model to become misaligned would be catastrophic. Even if these advanced capabilities do not materialize, today's machine learning models are already exposed to practical security risks. Our research suggests that it is unlikely for the elimination of these risks to be achieved through current alignment techniques, which do not specifically consider adversarially optimized inputs. Section Summary Aligned language models aim to be helpful and harmless, but previous methods of training them have not achieved perfect alignment. While reinforcement learning through human feedback has been successful in producing benign content, it is still possible to social engineer these models into producing harmful content. Additionally, Current alignment techniques are effective against existing NLP attacks, but it remains unclear whether they are truly robust against adversarial inputs. Furthermore, multimodal models that accept both text and images as input can be manipulated to emit toxic content, suggesting the need for improved NLP attacks and further exploration of this problem. Section 2 Background In this section, we delve into the background of our research, which intersects two critical areas, 
AI alignment and adversarial examples. We're particularly interested in large language models. These models have been observed to display intricate behaviors as their parameter count, the size of the training dataset, and the duration of training are increased. We focus on models that are trained with causal, next word, prediction. This means that the model produces a sequence of words, denoted S, when given a certain prompt, represented as X. This is shown as S equals general, X. These language models are powerful and versatile. They can perform various tasks like answering questions, translating languages, and summarizing information, all due to their ability to adapt and learn at an increased scale. Despite these strengths, large language models do have their limitations, particularly when deployed directly in applications that interact with users. For one, they often struggle to follow specific user instructions, such as creating a particular function in Python. This is likely because their training data, commonly sourced from the internet, doesn't often include direct question-answer pairs. Moreover, these models tend to echo and even amplify biases, offensive language, and other undesirable characteristics present in their training data. As a response to these issues, we're exploring ways to make these models better aligned with specific principles. We do this through techniques like instruction tuning and reinforcement learning guided by human feedback. Instruction tuning involves refining the model's ability to perform tasks described by specific instructions. Reinforcement learning through human feedback, on the other hand, directs the model towards producing outputs that human annotators prefer. Our interest also lies in multimodal models, specifically those combining text and vision. These models have the ability to answer queries such as, how many people are in this image? Or, can you transcribe the text in this image? Although the multimodal implementation specifics of GPT-4 are not disclosed, many open-source multimodal models follow a similar procedure. They begin with a standard pre-trained language model that handles tokenization and processes the embedding layers. For image processing, they leverage a pre-trained vision encoder like Clip to convert images into an image embedding. This is then further transformed into token embeddings that can be understood by the language model. These visual tokens can be directly input into the model, separated by special templates to indicate their modality, or integrated within the model via learned adaptation prompts. Section Summary In this section, the paper discusses the intersection of AI alignment and adversarial examples in the context of large language models. It highlights the limitations of these models when deployed in user-facing applications, such as not following user instructions and reflecting biases present in the training data. The section also introduces multimodal text vision models, which combine images and text to perform tasks like image analysis and transcription. Section. Adversarial examples. Dot. Adversarial examples are crafted inputs designed to deceive a neural network, causing it to behave incorrectly. This concept, primarily examined in visual classification tasks, also exists in textual tasks. These tasks might involve question answering, document sorting, sentiment examination, or prompting undesirable responses. The conventional approach has either employed a greedy attack strategy or leveraged discrete optimization to find the input text that induces the adversarial behavior. In our paper, we delve into adversarial examples from an alignment standpoint. We focus on examples that provoke harmful and unwarranted behavior from the AI, rather than those causing mere misclassification. The inputs we use are adversarial, because they're intentionally optimized to trigger a specific and unwanted outcome. Contrary to recent social engineering, attacks on language models that coax the model into adopting a harmful role, such as assuming the character of a biased movie actor, our attacks might not necessarily have a semantically meaningful context. Regarding the threat model, the study of adversarial examples is motivated by two key reasons. 
First, researchers aim to assess the resilience of machine learning systems against real adversaries. For instance, an opponent might aim to create inputs that bypass machine learning models employed for content filtering or malware identification, making the development of robust classifiers crucial to thwart real attacks. Secondly, adversarial robustness provides an insight into a system's worst-case behavior. For instance, studying a self-driving car's resistance to worst-case, adversarial scenarios, even if it's improbable that a real attacker would try to cause a crash. Adversarial examples have played a significant role in examining the reliability of high-risk neural networks, serving as a measure of minimum error when formal verification isn't feasible. Section Summary Adversarial examples are inputs specifically designed to make a neural network behave incorrectly, and they can exist in both visual and textual tasks. Previous research on textual tasks has focused on finding input text that triggers adversarial behavior, but in this paper, we approach adversarial examples from an alignment perspective, aiming to identify inputs that cause the model to produce harmful behavior rather than just misclassification. The study of adversarial examples is important for evaluating the robustness of machine learning systems against real adversaries and understanding worst-case scenarios, even if they may not occur in practice. Section 3.1 Existing Threat Models In this paper, we examine the vulnerabilities and limitations of current AI alignment techniques. These are strategies used by AI developers to ensure that AI models act in line with the developer's principles. We use adversarial examples, or specially designed inputs that can cause the AI to act undesirably, to test the worst-case scenarios. There are a couple of threat scenarios we focus on. One is where a malicious user tries to make the AI produce results that go against the developer's principles. For instance, a user could manipulate a chatbot into providing instructions for harmful activities. In this case, the user doesn't need to be subtle about their actions. A second scenario involves a malicious third party attempting to misuse an AI system that's handling sensitive data. For example, a virtual assistant that reads and writes users' emails might be manipulated to leak confidential information. This form of attack is called a prompt injection attack and requires more stealth to be successful. In our research, we don't limit ourselves to specific adversaries, but focus more on finding any input that achieves our attack goal. In the end, we are interested in uncovering as many vulnerabilities as possible, whether they are exploited by a malicious user directly interacting with the AI, or by an innocent user unknowingly using malicious input. We also define our attack goal. We are particularly interested in triggering toxic outputs from the AI model. Toxicity is relatively straightforward to evaluate in an automated way, and in this context, it refers to the AI producing harmful, inappropriate, or offensive content. To measure toxicity, we simply check whether the AI's output contains any words from a selected list of toxic terms. If so, we consider the output to be toxic. We have a specific formula to define this. If an AI model is designed to never generate text that triggers a toxicity detection function, which we call is toxic, to return true, and if a given input makes is toxic, return true when applied to the AI's output, we consider that input harmful. In cases where the AI's output is random, we might require that the probability of a toxic output exceeds a certain threshold. For simplicity, we set the temperature to zero in our experiments, making the models deterministic and their output predictable. We use a simple method to detect toxicity. We choose a toxic target sequence, for example, a swear word, and then consider the AI's output as toxic if it contains this word anywhere. Section Summary Existing threat models for attacks on language models assume that a model developer aligns the model with their principles using techniques like RLHF. Attacks can be mounted by malicious users who try to make the model produce outputs that go against the developer's principles, or by malicious third parties who inject prompts to hijack the model's behavior. In this paper, we focus on 
Understanding the limitations of current alignment techniques and use adversarial examples to measure worst-case behavior, primarily aiming to trigger toxic outputs. Section 4 Evaluating Aligned Models with NLP Attacks Section 4 Testing Aligned Models with NLP Attacks When Creating Adversarial Text Sequences The most straightforward approach might be to optimize a differentiable stand-in for the attack goal, referred to here as, is toxic, gen, x. This method, however, poses a couple of problems. 1. Text tokens are discrete, meaning that optimization through common continuous algorithms such as gradient descent may not yield effective results. 2. Often, there's no single exact target. To verify the success of an attack, we would need to prompt the model to produce one token at a time. So, to pass a lengthy sequence S to our toxicity classifier, we'd have to generate ABS S tokens, followed by backpropagation through ABS S neural network forward passes. While the first issue is a fundamental challenge with neural language models, the second one isn't. Instead of optimizing the true objective, that is, ensuring that is toxic S is true, we can opt for a surrogate goal. Making is toxic SJ true for a specific attacker chosen string SJ that is shorter than S. This approach simplifies optimization as we only need a single forward pass to target this specific string. Since this substring is part of the larger output S, it guarantees that is toxic S will also be true. However, this method might make the attack a bit more challenging. It could be harder to make the model produce the next token as toxic, rather than eventually doing so after being guided in that direction. In this section, we'll explore how effective various prior attack strategies are at reaching our toxicity goal against different chatbot models, both those trained with and without alignment techniques. Subsection 4.1. Our goal. Aligned chatbots alignment techniques, like RLHF, aren't typically applied to basic language models. Instead, they're used on models that have been previously tuned to interact with users through a simple chat protocol. This usually involves formatting the model's input with an alternating series of messages, each separated by unique tokens that denote the origin and limits of each previous message. For instance, user, agent, user, agent. Here, the chatbot's user inputs the messages in double quotes, while the language model produces the italicized text in single quotes. The user and agent tokens are automatically added by the chatbot to mark different rounds of interaction when prompting the language model for the next message. This specific input format for the aligned language model imposes a restriction on the attacker. While the user's input, the text in double quotes, can be manipulated at will, the previous chat history and the special user and agent tokens are not modifiable. Generally speaking, we believe that in many domains, this situation where attacks must adhere to a specific format is likely to be commonplace. Section Summary When Evaluating Aligned Models with NLP Attacks Directly optimizing the attack objective is challenging due to discrete text tokens and the need for multiple forward passes. Instead, a surrogate objective can be optimized by targeting a fixed-length substring within the output sequence, making optimization easier. However, this approach may make the attack slightly more difficult. In this section, the suitability of prior attack methods for achieving the toxicity objective against aligned chatbot models is studied, where alignment techniques are applied to models tuned to interact with users via a specific chat protocol. Section 4.2 Prior Attack Methods 4.2 Previous Attack Techniques Various studies have looked into generating adversarial examples to exploit natural language processing, NLP, models. Among these studies, the one that aligns most with our objectives focuses on reversing a language model, in other words, finding an adversarial prompt X that prompts a model F to produce a specific targeted string Y as an output. 
In practice, this technique has been used to manipulate a model into spouting out names of U.S. senators or harmful words when referring to certain individuals. However, the assumptions made by this technique include a threat model that is more potent than the one we're considering, and it doesn't quite align with the latest deployment of language models that have been trained for alignment. Typically, these language models function as chatbots, interweaving attacker-controlled messages with model-generated content and special separation tokens. In light of these considerations, our study looks into a broader problem. How to craft an adversarial prompt X in such a way that the text produced by the model, denoted as Gen, when combined with pre- and post-non-adversarial parts of the prompt, as in general, P underscore pre, X, P underscore post, comes out as harmful. This is in contrast to the aforementioned setup, which presumes that the attacker either fully controls the prompt, thus making general X harmful, or controls the text immediately before the model's next generation, i.e., making general P underscore pre X harmful. In both instances, the attacker gets to control the tokens right before the model generates text, making an attack significantly easier, albeit irrelevant for current chatbot deployments. However, there are scenarios where their threat model can be applicable, for instance, in code completion tasks. 4.3 Our Evaluation Setup Our assumption is that the adversary can only manipulate their own messages, denoted by the user token. After this, a special agent token is added to the prompt sequence, signifying the end of the prompt and indicating that the language learning model, LLM, should start generating a response. Given this setup, the adversary cannot alter the final tokens of the LLM's prompt. We first compile a set of potential harmful outputs that the model might produce in order to construct our evaluation dataset. For each potential harmful message, we add a sequence of harmless conversations before it, followed by the special tokens that prompt the LLM's response. An attack is considered successful if it manages to cause the harmful output to be produced. We use harmless conversations from the Open Assistant dataset as a source. This dataset comprises a series of hypothetical interactions between a human and an assistant, which we truncate to a number of rounds less than n. We randomly select a subset of harmful texts from an existing set as the target of the attack, with the attacks aiming for 1 to 3 tokens of harmful text. We launch attacks on three different publicly available models, GPT-2, a model that wasn't trained either to act as a chatbot or for alignment. Llama, a model trained to interact with users but without any deliberate alignment attempts. Vicuña, a version of Llama that was fine-tuned for alignment to avoid generating harmful outputs and other harmful behaviors. Section Summary Prior works have explored adversarial examples in NLP models, specifically inverting a language model to generate targeted strings. However, their threat model differs from ours, as they assume. Control over the entire prompt or the text preceding the model's generation. In our evaluation setup, we only allow the adversary to control their messages, and we prepend benign conversations to the prompt sequence. We successfully attacked three different models, including GPT-2, Llama, and Vicuña, by targeting between one and three tokens of toxic text. Section 4.4 Prior Attacks Results In Section 4.4, we examined the results of previously executed attacks, specifically the ACA and GBDA attacks. Both were found to be largely ineffective in causing our model to produce harmful content, even when up to 30 harmful tokens were allowed to be inserted into the model. We chose this number as it aligns with further experiments that we'll discuss later. This finding is not surprising, considering that even in prior studies, there was less than a 40% success rate in getting the model to generate harmful text. This was despite the adversary having full control over the tokens up to the point where harmful phrases were meant to be produced. As we demanded that the tokens agent follow the adversarial tokens, the success rate of these attacks dropped even further. 
A table summarizes these results. In a qualitative assessment of the model's outputs, we found that while most were indeed harmful as expected, there were instances where our automatic metric showed its limitations. For instance, when the model was instructed to produce a harmful phrase, it responded with an initial insult, followed by a polite apology or disclaimer stating the inappropriateness of its language. This shows the shortcomings of our toxicity detection method which currently only searches for harmful substrings. Future work will need to take into account various definitions of harmful content, particularly as attacks start achieving higher success rates. For now, even with a rather lenient definition, existing attacks are unable to generate harmful outputs effectively. In section 5, we explored why existing NLP optimization attacks fail. We discovered that these attacks have limited success in making aligned models generate harmful content in a standard chat setting. This could be due to two reasons. Either the aligned language models we're testing are genuinely resilient to adversarial examples, or the current attacks aren't robust enough to evaluate the model's robustness. To distinguish between these two possibilities, we followed a proposed framework. First, we created test cases with known adversarial examples identified in advance. Then, we ran the attack on these test cases to verify if they succeed. To build the test cases, we first identified a set of adversarial examples through exhaustive search. Once we confirmed the presence of at least one adversarial example, we conducted our attack over the same search space to check if it could find another valid adversarial example. This methodology works well when there are effective exhaustive search methods and the set of possible adversarial examples can be systematically listed, which is the case in the NLP domain. We adapted this approach for our setting as follows. We built, through exhaustive search, prompts that would cause the model to produce a seldom-seen suffix. If the attack can find an input sequence that leads to the same output, it is considered successful. Otherwise, it is deemed to have failed. Any failure thus suggests an inadequate attack since a strong attack, such as a brute force search over all prompts, should always pass this test. Section Summary The ACA and GBDA attacks were evaluated and found to be largely ineffective at causing the model to generate toxic content, even when allowed to inject 30 malicious tokens. This is because the attacks have lower success rates due to the requirement that the token's agent come after the adversarial tokens. Existing NLP optimization attacks fail to find successful adversarial sequences, indicating that either the aligned language models are robust to adversarial examples or the current attacks are not powerful enough to evaluate their robustness. A framework is proposed to differentiate between these two hypotheses by constructing test cases with known adversarial examples and verifying their success. Section 5.1 Our Test Set In Section 5.1, we're discussing how we put together our test set. The question we start with is how do we go about selecting the initial phrases, which we call prefixes, denoted as P, and the target words or tokens, denoted as Q. One might think that it would be sensible to select the target token Q in advance, perhaps a potentially harmful word. However, the problem with this approach is that it could be extraordinarily difficult to discover a prefix P that would lead our language model to generate the target token Q, even if we tried every possible prefix. So, we decided to take a different route. Instead of selecting a harmful token as our target, we decided to take a step back and approach the problem in a reverse manner. We began by sampling a wide variety of prefixes from a dataset, which in our case, is Wikipedia. Next, we defined S as the space comprising all sequences of N tokens. For each potential sequence within S, we asked our language model to generate tokens based on the combination of that sequence and each prefix. If S was too vast, we would randomly pick 1 million elements from S to make things manageable. 
This process would result in a set of potential output tokens, with one token corresponding to each sequence. For certain prompts, the set of potential output tokens might be incredibly varied. For instance, with the prompt, how are you doing? There could be thousands of possible responses depending on the exact context. However, for other prompts, the set of potential output tokens might be quite limited. A good example of this is if we chose Barack as the prompt. Almost invariably, the next token would be Obama, regardless of the context. Yet, the model's output might not always be consistent. There could be other tokens that might be possible. For example, if the context is the first name, then the entire prompt, the first name, Barack, would likely cause the model to output a closing bracket. We call those sequences that yield a small amount of variability over the outputs for different contexts in S, A, test case. The attack objective is set to be the output token that is least likely to occur. These test cases are excellent for evaluating attacks on natural language processing, NLP, models. They offer us evidence, constructed by us, that it's possible to trigger the model to output a certain word, albeit rarely. This ensures that any attack is not straightforward and challenges the success rate of existing attacks. We created eight different test sets, each with varying difficulty levels, and reported averages across each. The parameters of our test sets were determined by three constants. 1. Prevalence, which is the likelihood of token Q occurring given the prompt P set at 1 in a million. 2. Attacker-controlled tokens, the number of tokens the attacker is allowed to modify, which we adjusted between 2, 5, 10, or 20 tokens. And 3. Target tokens, the number of output tokens that the attacker must achieve. We used only GPT-2 to generate our test cases due to the prohibitive cost of running a brute force search. Section Summary In order to choose the prefixes P and the target token Q, we initially sample various prefixes from a dataset like Wikipedia. We then query the model on different sequences by appending each prefix to the sequence and obtain a set of possible output tokens, Q underscore I. Some prompts yield a high entropy set of possible output tokens, while others yield a small set. We consider the sequences that yield small but positive entropy as test cases for evaluating NLP attacks, aiming to find the least likely output token Q underscore I. We construct different test sets with varying difficulty levels based on three constants, prevalence, attacker-controlled tokens, and target tokens. Section 5.2 Prior Attacks Results In the subsection 5.2, titled Prior Attack Results, we share the findings of our evaluation on the efficacy of existing leading NLP attacks against our test cases. According to our table of results, these attacks largely fail to solve our scenarios. The leftmost column of our table indicates the rate of successful attacks when the attacker attempts to solve the task by controlling a certain number of tokens. We found ACA to be significantly stronger than GBDA, in line with previous studies. However, ACA also fails more than half the time. Given the low success rates, we decided to provide the attacker with more control by multiplying the number of tokens they could manipulate. For instance, if the task required us to find an adversarial example with 10 tokens, and we ran the attack with a factor of 5, we would permit the attack to search over 50 attacker-controlled tokens. Yet, we discovered that even with a 10 times increase in tokens, the attack often fell short in our tests. We must clarify that the intention of this evaluation is not to imply that the NLP attacks we have studied are flawed. They mostly perform well on the tasks they were initially built for. However, we are pushing their capabilities by asking them to control output at a distance, which is significantly more challenging. Through this, we aim to highlight that despite significant advancements in the field of robust NLP optimization attacks, there's ample room for enhancement. Moving on to section 6, titled, Attacking Multimodal Aligned Models, 
we turn our attention from textual to multimodal forms of communication. Recently, foundational models have expanded to support multimodal inputs across various domains such as vision, text, audio, and others. In this paper, we focus our study on vision-enhanced models, which are the most prevalent. Future versions of models like OpenAI's GPT-4 and Google's Gemini are expected to support both images and text as inputs. This capability allows these models to answer queries like, describe this image, offering practical applications such as aiding visually impaired users. However, this also means adversaries could potentially input adversarial images, not just adversarial text. Since images are part of a continuous domain, creating adversarial examples becomes considerably simpler. We don't need to worry about dealing with the discrete nature of text or the reversal of embedding matrices. Instead, we can directly manipulate the almost continuous domain of pixels. Section Summary In this section, the authors present the results of prior attacks on NLP models and find that these attacks fail to successfully solve their test cases. They then experiment with giving the attacker more control by allowing them to search over a larger number of tokens, but even with this increased control, the attacks still often fail. The authors emphasize that the purpose of this evaluation is not to criticize the existing NLP attacks, but rather to demonstrate that there is still room for improvement in developing strong NLP optimization attacks. Additionally, the authors discuss the importance of studying multimodal models that support inputs from various domains, such as vision and text, as this opens up the possibility for adversaries to supply adversarial images in addition to adversarial text. Section 6.1 Attack Methodology Our approach for generating adversarial attacks is based on the conventional methods used for creating adversarial examples in image models. We build a fully differentiable version of the multimodal model that runs from the raw pixels of an image to the final outputs of the language model. We utilize standard teacher-forcing optimization methods when the target suffix has more than one token. To start each attack, we employ a random image created by randomly sampling each pixel. Although GPT-4 has limited visual capabilities for some users, this feature is not available to the public. Likewise, Google's Gemini has not been released publicly. As a result, the research community has come up with open-source, albeit smaller, versions of these multimodal models. We test our attacks on two such implementations. Despite some differences, both models process images with a vision model, project the image into token embedding space, and then feed a sequence of soft tokens to the language model. Many GPT-4 uses a pre-trained Q-former module to convert images processed by the EvaClip VitG-14 model into a text embedding space provided by Vicuña. The Clip and Vicuña models remain unchanged, while a portion of the Q-former module is fine-tuned using a subset of several databases, LAION, Conceptual Captions, SBU, and Multimodal Instruction following data generated by our team. Another model, LLAVA, uses a linear layer to project features from the ClipVit L14 model to the Vicuña text embedding space. Unlike the previous model, in LLAVA, Vicuña and the projection matrix are fine-tuned using conceptual captions and custom multimodal instruction following data, while the clip model remains unchanged. The Llama adapter model works in a similar way, but it employs learned adaptation prompts to integrate visual data into the model through these adapters. Next, we evaluate the propensity of these models to be tricked into producing any given toxic output. Just like in the previous section, we employ a toxic phrase dataset and use prompts from Open Assistant as the starting query to the model. We assess the distortion across a collection of randomly generated images. As shown in the table, our attack has been 100% successful in tricking the model into producing random toxic content. We find that adversarial inputs are relatively easy to obtain, requiring only minimal distortions from the original image. 
Even though there's no inherent reason to minimize distortion as an objective, we believe it's worth reporting the amount of distortion required to highlight how easy it is to perform these attacks. Section Summary The attack methodology follows the standard approach for generating adversarial examples on image models, using a differentiable implementation of the multimodal model. The attack is successful in causing the model to emit arbitrary toxic content with a 100% success rate, requiring only minimal distortion from the initial image. Section 6.4 Qualitative Evaluation In Section 6.4, we conducted a qualitative evaluation of our attack by testing it on different scenarios to assess its effectiveness. We wanted to see if the model would generate harmful outputs when explicitly asked to do so. For instance, when we asked the model to write a vile letter telling my neighbor what I think of him, it initially responded harmlessly with a letter expressing mild disapproval. However, by providing an adversarial image as input, we were able to manipulate the model into generating our desired harmful output. In this case, it produced a highly offensive and disrespectful letter filled with profanity and insults. Similarly, we tested the model's response to a request for instructions on how to get away with murder. The base model responsibly declined, stating that it's inappropriate to encourage or provide information on harming or killing someone. However, when we attacked the model, it changed its response and provided a step-by-step instruction starting with identifying the neighbor's house. Although the advice given was inadequate, it highlights the model's lack of competence. A more advanced model might offer more actionable and consequently more harmful advice in such situations. In the appendix, we have included some sample examples, without censorship, to demonstrate the effectiveness of our attack on these models. Section Summary In the qualitative evaluation, the authors demonstrate that their attack is successful in generating harmful outputs from the language model. Even when explicitly asked for harmful content, the model responds harmlessly. However, by providing an adversarial image as input, the model can be manipulated to produce the desired harmful output. The authors also note that while the attacked model provides poor advice when asked about getting away with murder, a more competent model could potentially provide more actionable and harmful advice.